0: Welcome to episode 25. Jacob Markstrom, JVR, Stanley oh, Cup work. after game one episode, because we, we didn't start it at the beginning of game one, the Stanley Cup final. We've been busy. We skipped the whole third round, too. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, we just didn't want to talk about the Oilers getting swept. We didn't want to talk about uh, the Rangers starting off hot and then just kind a dive. Using basically four straight games to the Lightning, um, yeah, we decided to take it off. I don't think it wasn't too interesting, in my opinion. Like watching, I mean, other than Edmonton for you, Dylan, it was hard to watch.
1: Yeah, but I had more interesting things going on, so <laughs> I can't say I'm too disappointed.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll move on to Stanley Cup Final between team that we all picked and the team that's buying for legacy almost a dynasty has been yeah, done since the eighties.
1: <laughs> Even Gretzky couldn't do that.
0: <laughs> it's it's kind of unbelievable. I mean if it always goes back for me, it always goes back to Patrick Maroon possibly winning four Stanley Cups in a row. Like he's just a freaking fourth line plug player. They're like, oh, but he need. they need him. He scored one. He scored goals. He scored one in 2019.
2: He scored the easiest, like, series-clinching goal of all time.
0: So, I mean, good on him for staying there and, and liking him and calling other teams soft and in their heads. But, like, come on. I really want Corey Perry to be the next Marion Jose, even though he kind of already is. Where... He's been to this is his third straight Stanley Cup final. Three different teams.
2: He, he might lose another one. I, <laughs> I fucking hope he does. Like
0: <laughs> Worm can stay in the ground. Yeah. I think because Marion Host ended up winning cups, he ended up winning three or two. He, he ended Chicago.
1: up winning the third one, right? With
3: Chicago.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he won because you missed out on both Detroit and Pittsburgh because he decided to swap teams. And yeah. that's was pretty funny. Uh, Idiot. Yeah, that was...
1: Apparently Perry had, like, the Lightning offered him a contract last season before he signed with Montreal.
0: Weeks. Most likely after the Dallas... After his playoffs in Dallas? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I would imagine. Like, it's very funny good that he made, the,
1: he made the Cup Final with Dallas and Montreal. Like... I think zero people had either of those teams
0: pegged for the cup final. I wish I picked that. Like I wish I gambled on that or something.
2: Odds of that? You'd be on podcast with Spin checklists instead of me and Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> the RA's RA Junior. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'd be you'd be better than that fucking dumb Boston fan. I think. Um, Grinnell? Eric Hollow is the best center in all the NHL. What a fucking moron. I still can't believe that shit.
0: I think if it was on like any podcast and knew really anything more about hockey, unless you didn't play, like those that that podcast now is basically I don't want to rip on them because I really like listening to their podcast. But that's fair, it's It's just got like a frat. Yeah, it's just a frat uh, boy. Yeah. It's all about hey, who, what, like, who has the biggest rope on the <laughs> on the team? Who's got the biggest wrench on the team? Yeah, man? it's definitely Lunquist. It's definitely uh, Brian McGrath. It's whoever. Who else they played with? Like, so they just it, they blew up obviously because they have really good talents. And then Ryan Whitney's changing literally Canadian government laws. I will say, I flew in and out of Pearson
1: like a couple weeks ago. And we had zero issues. (laughs) So, now we didn't check any bags and we didn't fly international or anything like that. But, still, you know.
0: Yeah, but he's literally changing, like, he changed the laws. Like, they brought his name up in government meetings. Yeah, because they're
1: still doing the, the random COVID checks for, I think it's only for international flights. I don't think it's for domestic, but. That's, I think that's part of the problem that's slowing everything
0: down. I just found it hilarious
4: when I saw that video. That's what happens when I get fucking face cam put on. <laughs> fucking Ben loses his fucking microphone. Ram. There he goes.
0: Go. Hello. There you are. Yeah, sorry, I just unplugged. Um, sick. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> cut, cut it <laughs> out! Cut it out! <laughs> yeah, so I think the. I think the. Stanley Cup Final is going to go seven. We're yeah, we're not really I could talking about. I see. Ah.
4: Nick disagrees. <laughs> of course he does.
0: He wants it to go four.
4: I want to go
2: fucking five. I want to be a gentleman sweep. Gentleman sleep. Give Tampa Bay um, one at home, and then just absolutely destroy their dreams in Game Five at home.
4: Yeah,
0: there's a lot of questionable things that happened in Game 1. Um, that penalty on Makara that turned into a power play goal. Everybody was losing their minds about. It. Everybody. Wait. And I mean, it's fair. It's, it's it's a good argument because he literally just, he was falling and then they called it a penalty. it, it, it It's a shitty penalty, but I mean, you could still kill the penalty off.
2: Yeah, it's not like the the play directly went to a goal. Like you still had an opportunity to keep the puck out of the net. It just they just
4: didn't. Yeah.
0: So. And yeah, uh, most people know that it's it was four three in overtime. Uh, Andre Burakovsky. Um, caught Vasilevsky. It, it got blocked. Went out to who was it? Who was the guy who had it? Was it McKinnon? Confer. Comfer. Confer.
2: I think it was Comfort who shot it originally yeah. and then, it, then it blocked and then it kicked back. And then he out. came back. Yeah.
0: Came out, made a pass across Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky's going one way, the Puck's going that way. And then that another game where Vasilevsky's given up more than three goals. <laughs> Granted, he's only ever lost one back to back game the last was it like Four. 17, 19, 19 games. Mm-hmm. I think I saw
1: that that was the first time he's allowed more than one goal in, like, 11 games.
2: Yeah, since the the Toronto series. Every time one team scores more than three goals in one game, Florida fans are punching air. (laughs) Fucking damn it.
0: They need to focus on how they're going to get rid of Bobrovsky this year, because they need to somehow sign some of these players that they have. And they're going to lose... I know we're jumping all over the place, but they're going to lose... Jarot, they're gonna lose. Giroud, they're gonna lose. Possibly their coach.
1: Yeah, I don't know reason. why they're searching out a new coach. I thought Andrew I don't know. That, I, heard that, great, um,
0: step I in, heard that. I heard that Quenville might be coming back. <laughs> oh God! It's after he repented. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I don't even want to talk about Florida. I just know we're in the same state. But Tampa's fine. They'll bounce back from that. I have Tampa winning in seven. Um, I think, again, they, they're going to go back to Colorado. And if Fasilewski stands on his head like he usually does in serious clinching games, I have, I, I can't bet against it. I don't want them to win. I want to be wrong. I've been saying this for a while. I want to be wrong that the Tampa Bay Lightning win the third Stanley Cup. It would be cool to see a three-peat. I thought I'd never see one in my lifetime. Um, I I mean, I thought maybe with the Penguins that could have been possible, but uh, I didn't didn't expect the Tampa Bay Lightning to just somehow show up and become a dynasty,
4: a possible dynasty.
1: I'm kind of on the fence with with either of them. Like, I think... Like I could see either team taking it in, in six or seven. Like to me, it's such a toss-up. Mm. I think Tampa wins out the goalie matchup, like by a mile. I don't think Francois are like six are, miles are, are good enough. So as long as uh, Vashilevsky is playing like he usually does, where it's you know usually sub two goals, sub one goal, I guess. Um, I think they're the favorites. Um even though Colorado arguably has more firepower.
0: Major firepower.
1: I was gonna mention uh Valerie Nechushkin. Like, do you remember he was like a tenth overall pick like ten years ago? Bounced around not really anybody, but in the last few years in Colorado he steadily um improved this year. He had fifty something points, I think. He's got eleven points in the playoffs.
4: Yeah, he's been very good. He's been
0: consistent as well. I think that's kind of what you want. I think that's what you want from your third line players, your second line. Well, definitely your second line, but he usually plays on the third line, I would assume. Um, Yeah, he kind of reminds me, not as the same player, but like how Zach Hyman kind of just showed up for the Oilers and just started putting goals in the net. In the second round, he had five goals um, for the Oilers. And kind of carried the team when, I mean, Connor and Leon are obviously different, but I think Hyman carried the team a little bit more. Same with Kane. So they didn't have to rely on that as much to get to the third round, even though they got eventually eliminated. Yeah, that team is definitely deep. It's one of the deepest teams I think I've ever seen. And they got rid of some players before the playoffs because they had to. And they tried to get... Well, they got Cogliano. They got... Um, they got rid of Tyson Jost.
1: Yeah, they were apparently um, in on Giroux, too.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah, this team is... Yeah, you're, you're definitely right. I, I picked Tampa in seven because I couldn't pick against the two-time Stanley Cup champions, but it, and goal, it's basically just down to goaltending. Because I feel like the Avalanche could just destroy
4: any team that you put in front of them. I always say you don't want
2: Tampa to win. I got people at work that are Tampa fans and they're annoying. So. Um, but in all seriousness, I really, I agree with Ben, what you just said. I think this series comes down to goaltending 100%. Think? I think like, yeah, Tampa Bay doesn't have the firepower that Colorado has, but they can, on any given night, they can match, like what they're doing, like all of a sudden, like they got, especially now that Braden points back, and he's I highly doubt he's a hundred percent. He's definitely a hundred percent, but even if he's like eighty five to ninety percent of what he is, I still think that's good enough for Tampa Bay to keep up with Colorado in terms of firepower. I just like. I really think that overtime game could have gone a lot different. It's just the Colorado got a lucky bounce off a block and then they scored. That's one lucky bounce and games over so but I just really don't want to pick Tampa Bay, but it's really hard to pick against them. It's like it's like when everyone hated on the Patriots the last like twenty years. It's like they're in the, they're in the Super Bowl. Everyone hates them, but you can bet against them because they've done it time and time again where they just... Yes, I'm saying this as a Patriots fan. Shut up. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Like, people do not like the same team winning over and over and over and over. You say Literally. that about Golden State as well. Yeah, you can say that about Golden State, too. Like, when the Raptors played Golden State, I fucking hated the Warriors at that time. I'm like, like, don't, don't let these fuckers win again. Like, come on. They've already got, I think at that point, they year. only had two or three? Three. Three. 20, 2015, 2017, 20, and 18. And then 2019. And then they lost in 2016. Um, and, well, 2016 and 2019. But they went to fucking five straight finals. Like, piss off.
0: <laughs> they also and just they, won now. So they,
2: they just They just won yesterday. Which, to be honest, I didn't really care that they won. I think that this, that that worst team was so not anywhere near as talented as the teams before, but this is not an NBA podcast. We're NHL, but yeah, I I like to talk
0: about too much basketball in here. Nah,
2: nah, but I, I think before the series started, I think like I just kind of knew it was going to be Tampa and Colorado. So you're all like, Oh, how many games is it going to be? I think, I think before the series started, I think I said it was going to be Colorado in seven. Just because like this this series just seems like it's a seven game series. Like Colorado will probably win then the game tomorrow, and then they'll go to Tampa. Tampa will win those two, and then it's going to be a three game series from there. And then, but like Dylan said, I really do think this series is a toss up. It really just depends on goaltending on both ends. Can can Colorado's goaltending be consistent enough to um, to like and shuts the up. <laughs> um, can Colorado's goaltending be consistently like good enough to hold off Tampa's like whatever firepower they have? And then can Colorado solve Vasilevsky if this game does turn into a three-game series? Because we all know as soon as, as soon as it's like an elimination game, Vasilevsky just turns into a, a different animal. Cool. He just stops literally everything.
0: My thing is, with Tampa, is once they get a lead, especially in, like, Game 6 or Game 7, I don't know if you guys watched oh, good game, luck. game 6. They put good five luck. guys in the middle of the ice and blocked the neutral zone. Literally. It's a joke. It's it, it's it's like watching the New Jersey Devils play back in, like, the early 2000s when they just 1-4-1. One, one, one. Like, there was, like, 1-4 one, one, or 1-3-1 one, one, or whatever it is. That was one, so three, annoying.
2: One one three one.
0: It's boring as hell.
2: Hey, but it won him a chan it won some rings. It won him a cup.
0: Yeah. I just don't want to see that again where it goes back in time to uh boring hockey, even though that our podcast is named after the shitty time of hockey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think like what you were saying, Nick, with like the great teams, like I know for myself, like watching like the Patriots or um <laughs> kind of any, like, legendary team that wins repeatedly, there's um, that period where you're like, okay, I'm sick of them winning. Yeah. And then there it, comes a point where you're like, okay, now I respect it and, like, I want to see how far they can take it.
2: Yeah. and Like, like that's, that's kind why, of where I'm at with Tampa. Like, to be honest, before, like, Tampa, this whole Tampa series, like, or they're, if we're going to call it a dynasty, I really thought that the NHL, and I still do, I think the NHL playoffs are the best form of playoffs to watch maybe besides like the world cup because of how much parody there is like think of the nba for like the 2010s it was warriors calves and then the heat when lebron was in miami and then sprinkle in like when the mavericks won it which who the fuck saw that coming but like <laughs> I just think the NHL has so much more parity than any other league, maybe besides baseball, but like baseball is just a different animal. Like it feels like a different team wins every year.
0: Baseball is also like, changing to make it yeah. more, it, they're actually making it harder for teams to repeat. Yeah. By, by expanding the playoff format.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and even, and the, I, even the nba did that this, this either last year or two seasons ago yeah they did they did a play-in format
0: and going into this season too like tampa throughout the season they were not the best team in the league oh they weren't
2: not by the team time. that they
0: eliminated in the second round was the best team in the league other than colorado avalanche
2: um, on well yeah in the regular season based yes. off record they beat the best team in the regular season but, but, there's even, a going, why. but
0: even going into like they were, Number three, there were three in the uh, Atlantic mm-hmm. third so mm-hmm. i I know that in hockey, regular season only goes up to the playoffs, and then the playoffs is a whole different thing. at the beginning, I didn't find it was going to be different. But I found that they they are still the defending Stanley Cup champions, so i you never count out a team that's literally they got the same, even though they they've lost players. And it was it's not the strongest Tampa Bay Lightning team we've ever seen? It's just like the Warriors. Like, oh, that's not the strongest Warriors team we've ever seen. I think that doesn't mean you can't. They have the playoff pedigree to.
2: They have the core. Oh. They got the yeah. core players.
0: They also have experience. Well, yeah. I was
1: just gonna say that it's the experience playing out Where Tampa knows as soon as the playoffs hit, like
0: they know we'll the mindset the
1: to take that. Yeah. Like a younger team, like the Rangers, for instance, is still figuring out.
0: Yeah, like the fact that, like, Jacob Trouba's running around throwing elbows, and so is Lafreniere on Hedman.
2: Yeah, who's, like, the last person you should be going after. Yeah. a Fucking monster.
0: Um, and even without Braden Point, through two rounds, he still managed to beat the crap out of the Florida Panthers, sweep them, and then go to New York, which is kind of tough going to MSG. And beat them. So it's, yeah, I can never count out the team that's literally won championships, and especially not two that, the one that's won back to back and could possibly just win another one.
1: And like they've got that core locked up, right? Like I don't know who's a UFA this year, if any of them. Palat. Palat. So other than Palat, like they. <laughs> I don't need not,
3: them. They really not, don't.
1: It's the question that they could run it back again next year. if they have
4: they the energy. To, yeah
0: they just need to be in the they need to be in the playoffs and they need to be in a decent spot like they were this year like oh we're not first and we're not second that's fine we'll take third and then we'll just beat the leafs again or we'll beat the <laughs> whomever else is there like, boston or
1: this is it's Iserman's team yeah right like he's obviously not there anymore but he was the one i think you could you could credit the the construction of this roster and look at his Detroit teams like in the 90s and the 2000s where they were there every single year. They maybe <clears> didn't <throat> go on a big run, yeah. but once they started going, they knew how to get there.
0: They didn't miss the playoffs for like 24 straight years.
1: No. They just knew they knew how to make it to the playoffs and they knew once they were in the playoffs, it's a whole, whole story. different
0: whole different thing. Yeah, I think that's What was your pick Dylan for games? I haven't made a
1: pick yet. Um I think I'm going to go Tampa in seven. I think experience will play out. Yeah, I, I think, think I saw the Colorado those. team is really, really good.
0: Be um, interesting. TK McCarwin is the cup. That'd be cool. She's playoff beard. Lot more, <laughs> more lack yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, It's basically <laughs> just like my, like, <laughs> right. It's like my mustache. Um, if he,
1: that being said, if he, if he wins a cup to have a cup, Probably a Norris.
0: Possible um, Conn Smythe.
1: And a Conn Smythe at like 23 years of age. Like.
0: I'd just hang him up right now.
2: Bobby Orr 2.0? Yep. I mean, Gretzky's called him that, so I mean, shit. Yeah, I could see that.
0: The, That's this, why, like, do you remember like last year when you were like, oh, Adam Fox is so good. I'm like, Kale McCarr is 10 times better than Adam Fox, and he still won a Norris. Why but did it have to year, take but why did it have to take another full year for Kael McCarr not to win the Norris when he could have two right now?
2: Almost? I think it's because I think it's just cuz this year he was more he was more healthy than he was last year. Like last year he only played like 60 games. And he was still better. And, buddy, you got to play games in order to win awards and fucking all that shit.
0: I'm not saying that Adam Fox didn't deserve the Norris. I'm just He's, saying that Kael McCarr is literally just an unbelievable I was key player. You could put him at any position, except for goalie, obviously. Um, even that goalie, possibly, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> if you give him pads like Vasilevsky, I think you'd be fine.
2: But, yeah. So I, or give him Tim Thomas's illegal pads. When he's in fucking in twenty eleven, piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I
1: was, was going to say out on Tuesday if he actually wanted, but I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we well, can do a brief little thing about that too, because what what awards are Left, Hart, Norris, Vesna, Vesna, yeah, Calder, Calder, Calder.
2: That's Calder. It. Maybe they just did the Jack Adams.
0: Yeah, Daryl Daryl
2: Sutter definitely deserved oh, he, to win it. Oh, he deserved it 100. percent. No,
0: out of the the nominees,
2: yes, he definitely did. I was just gonna say the only other free agent that they have that's like relevant is like Nick Paul.
0: At least they're gonna get him.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Just because he eliminated them, basically. Probably, yeah. Just
0: do what Corey Perry did, where he just goes to every team that eliminates him. But is
1: Nick Paul going to be like Barkley Goudreau or... Probably not. um, Like one of those guys who comes to Tampa. Yeah, Yeah, Blake Blake Coleman. Coleman. Yeah. comes to Tampa, has a good run with them, and then gets a
2: massive contract after well because he is 27 so like say he's there say he sounds like a two-year extension or whatever three years and he's 30 or 31 He, he and they let's say they win another cup in that three years he i could definitely see him getting that blake coleman or Barkley that Guto deal was ridiculous
0: cool. though when we talked about that that deal was stupid
2: the blake coleman one yeah the six and years that, yeah, that's fucking ridiculous i i got a really good buddy who's a flames fan and he's like that's a fucking good contract I'm like, you're <laughs> literally stupid you're actually you're gonna be dealing dumb. with that contract forever and then of course this year he's like oh yeah that contract's not good yeah like, what the is it because he kicked I the fuck in the net <laughs> No, I don't know. No, this is before playoffs even so. started. It was before the playoffs even started.
0: I think that changes mind even more now.
2: Well, like, after... just talking about, like, the longevity of this Tampa team. Next year, they might be a little screwed with, when it comes to money. Because they got some RFAs that are going to be getting a pay grade. Like, Thurgachev, uh, Chernak... Sorelli, Ross Colton. Sorelli
0: Sorelli's one of those guys I could see. If he ever left, he's getting paid like Barclay Goudreau or,
2: or the Yanni him. Gord deal too. Or Gord. I, could oh, so, yeah, I was trying
0: to think who the third liner was. I was like, oh, it's not Pilot. No. Gord. Yanni. Yanni. Was, he just chased the money. He just went to a shitty Seattle team. That's fine.
2: Put on him. If you're going to be dumb enough to pay him, then fine. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Didn't he already sign that
1: contract? Though he signed it in Tampa, and then, yeah, yeah.
4: Well, whatever. Ah, uh,
0: yeah. And then they then they picked him in the. Yeah, they draft. just
1: left him exposed. I think.
0: When did we talk about how Seattle just screwed their whole entire team up in their first year? <laughs>
2: right after the draft. Do
0: we talk that like after this draft, their first draft?
2: I think. Oh, I think we talked about it after they did the expansion draft. We were like, what the fuck are they doing? What are they doing? Like, I get Ron Francis is like, we don't want to be just good for three years. We want to be good, like, in 10 years. I'm like, well, does that mean you guys are going to suck for this, for the first, like, five? <laughs> and then you start like, oh, we won three more games than we did last year. So now we are better. Good okay, you're, you're still bottom five in the league. Buddy, you're literally crap uh,
0: they're out they like Chris Drieger's out for like six to eight months with like an ACL injury yeah I felt like he was very good this year no he was absolutely trashed um
2: wait was it Drieger or was it it's it's, it's Drieger are you sure about that like 85% oh 85 it's not Grubauer I thought it was Grubauer
0: no um. So, yeah, I think to end the, the Stanley Cup final stuff, you can't really pick a favorite. You just have to deal with it, watch the series, see how it ends up. If you're it, yeah, if you're a fan of either team, that sucks.
1: <laughs> like, it's probably the best matchup yes. that we've had since, I don't know, maybe the...
2: Vancouver-Boston. What? who
1: said that don't we have like a
0: stroke there for a second no maybe. I might agree
1: with that I was gonna say like Detroit Pittsburgh
0: but yeah like, I did I enjoyed those series like you keep going back I, I don't I don't think it gets like in the
4: last maybe I don't
0: know maybe Boston Chicago or Dave Bowen ended up scoring like two goals in like a minute
2: and he threw his gloves off yeah
0: yeah that's good <laughs>
2: Game's not over, buddy. It's oh. like thirty seconds left.
0: Then <laughs> <laughs> the Leafs signed him to like a six-year deal for like four million dollars. Like, stop paying these guys. Yeah, I get. It. He scored. A go- he scored two goals. I get it. <laughs> get it. He's,
2: he's gonna get that Nick Paul. deal. Then we bought him out. Scored two goals in the playoffs, and everyone wants you.
0: <sighs> Such a weird league. They do that. But the, it it reminds me of like soccer. That's what they do. They're like, "Oh, you had a good season this year. I'm gonna give you a hundred million dollars for you to come to my club." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, you didn't score any goals this year. That's okay. We have you signed for the next seven years."
2: I'm not. I'm not gonna. You lie. got
0: plenty of time. Yeah, plenty of time.
2: The the Washington series in 2018 was actually pretty. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. all I remember from that series is like save, be save, and then uh, Smith Pelly's goal. In like Ryan, or Ryan Reeves going, six. "What are you gonna do? You're you gonna do you? you? Yeah,
0: yeah, right." <laughs> I, I Actually, remember for that series too is like, I mean, with Vegas is the the whole Joe Pavelski thing.
2: Oh yeah,
0: that that year was nuts. The
2: um, 2017 one. Yeah. When they when they were yeah Somehow, game seven they were down by three yeah uh, and then San Jose came back and scored four or scored three or no three scored and four then scored an and overtime. then. And then, yeah, then uh, Vegas tied it, and then they scored an overtime. What a series. Yeah, that was. Barkley Good Was that Goudreau? Barkley Goudreau? Yeah. No, it, yeah, it was. It was. Oh, it's crazy. Holy crap. That's why Vegas picked him up. Hey, or not Vegas, uh, Tampa. Hey, you scored that really nice hey. goal. Get on our team. Freaking
0: Sharks. What happened to them? They're just terrible now. Yeah, we could literally go through the whole league and just pick away at everything that's happened. But we could talk. We're gonna start talking about uh, just a little bit of coaching changes, people getting jobs, people <sighs> getting jobs. Uh, we could start with um Bruce Cassidy being signed <laughs> by Vegas for
1: like what five days?
0: I wouldn't even say five days. I'd say like three. Yeah, literally. I think he that's a good. I think that's can... a good. Up for them.
2: I just coach. could not. I could not believe that it came out that at like their season-ending meetings that they have, they Mandarin said that he was one hundred percent safe, and that he was not going to get fired. Yeah,
0: like literally, like I think it was like four days before they.
2: Yeah, before they shit canned him.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they fired him. Like I don't think they had a bad season.
2: They did.
3: What they had.
2: Yeah, considering what they went through, they did pretty good. They took a good Carolina team to game seven and they just they just lost they just didn't have the goaltending really. And, and clearly you need goaltending in the playoffs. They just didn't have consistent goaltending. Which is what they're not used to because of having to grass ever since they fucking got them from the Leafs. Sorry, Ben.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm totally over
2: it, if you can tell. No, me. you're not. No, you're not.
1: <laughs> like Boston's we're, a we're team Le- that I think if we want to talk about Austin, like <clears throat> it all depends to me on what Bergeron does. If Bergeron decides this offseason that he's like, I'm done. Then you blow it up.
2: Then they're, then they trademarked trade get pass trade Get us. Get
0: rid of Halla for sure.
2: Oh, for fuck. Yeah. Those... Best well, he, second line center. He's the best second line center, center,
0: right?
1: So oh, sorry, yeah,
2: a, it makes sense. You have good, to keep him. Uh, sorry. The fucking good banker. A good have Two up. of them that are better. <laughs> you than You get a good Haller. Fuck off. <laughs> I can name two players on one fucking team. It's unbiased. Fuck me. Absolutely ridiculous.
1: <laughs> and how about those flyers hiring uh, John Tortorella? Did
2: you see the contract? It was four years, four million a year. What? Do you see what of they offered dude. for Barry Trotz? We're gonna... four, a multi-year deal, $7 million a year. What the hell? And he declined it. I'm like, good. Barry Trotz does not deserve to go to a team like that.
1: Trotz is like, I'm not putting up with
2: the... Barry Trotz deserves to go to a contending team like Florida if they fucking choose that way.
1: I think he's a good fit in Winnipeg because I don't think Winnipeg is as bad as they were. As bad as people think. Yeah. And like I think maybe with a fresh face behind the bench, a guy like Barry Trotz, I could see them back in the playoffs next year.
0: Oh, for sure.
2: Oh, I just saw a headline. It says, Tortorella hired Flyers coach. Vows change in culture. No shit. He's going to freaking get them to play old-time hockey. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say, I think on uh, Steve Dangle, they mentioned that the Flyers don't play like Broad Street Bullies anymore. They are not even close to that. No. They've lost their whole dynamic and lost their whole identity over the last, like, six years.
2: Ever since Zach Ronaldo left their team, they just you know, completely lost it. Ever since the cement
0: head Dona Brashear left that team, has been nothing. <laughs> that guy literally Brashear. took a stick right on the top of the head, like two handed, <laughs> and he was fine. So
1: their roster is such a disaster, though. It's like like a,
0: it's like a bomb exploded all there's over. There's
1: nothing it. there. Contractually, it's so bad. I hey, feel
0: for like Konechny, and I feel for like Carter I kinda, Hart. I kind of feel bad for Cam
2: Atkinson. I'm not gonna
0: lie. Oh god, yeah, I really feel bad for him too. <laughs> I saw that tweet too. I was like, oh no, not Cam. Actually, like, and then Brandon Dubinsky.
2: Oh yeah, true. <laughs> or Ryan good. Ellis, like yeah, Ryan Ellis.
0: Ryan Ellis deserves better than that. They all deserve better than that. Except for like Rasmus Ristolainen, he deserves to rot. <laughs>
2: That's- I also kind of feel bad for Joel Farabee. He's a good young player that's going <laughs> to draw it there. So I think it's going to be like an him,
0: You know, like we're just going to remember the Flyers as you know they're just all going to die because they got Torts coming in there with all of his opinions. Great opinions. Are you, are you getting There's
1: Canucks any- Torts? or Are you getting like Rangers <sighs> Lightning?
0: Torts? That was not a good fit, by the way. Canucks Torts was terrible. That was absolutely horrible. I came on the. What did he coach before that? The Rangers. Rangers? D- yeah, that yeah, makes Rangers. sense. That makes sense. No way. The Rangers, he had the Canucks, he had Columbus. He had the Lightning at
1: the very beginning. Yeah.
0: Won a cup. That makes sense, though, he coached, coached the Lightning as well, because he had Dave Anderchuk as a captain. Pretty yeah. sure Dave Anderchuk could shut that guy up pretty quickly. You <laughs> would be like, yeah, shove my 500 goals up your ass. And then... <laughs> 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 That they have uh, as many arenas in Hamilton, Ontario, as you possibly can. After him,
3: there's only there's one, two. as
0: far as I know. As far as I know, there's only one, but I'm fairly certain there could be more than one. So, yeah, I. It's good and bad. I mean, I don't really care what Brendan Dubinsky has to say because Dubinsky is psychotic. Dubinsky can
2: Dubinsky can literally kick rocks. He's psychotic, though. He's a nut job. Sidney Crosley's is not as good as I don't think got yeah, <laughs> the fuck up just because he absolutely dog fucked your team multiple years <laughs> in a row. Like, piss off! You're a fucking crybaby. <laughs> I've, I no, I do not like Brandon Dubinsky. No, oh, fair enough.
0: I'm gonna be right back.
2: Yeah, I don't understand why Florida is looking for a new coach. I really don't. Like, they've literally just won the Presidents Trophy. Yes, I do understand. So they didn't. Do well in the playoffs, but is that really a coaching thing, or is that re- or is that more so how your team is structured? Like, oh,
1: and they ran into Tampa. Like, yeah,
2: they ran into Tampa Bay, who beat a really good Toronto team, which Toronto probably should have won the series. But when Ben's not here, so we won't get into that. Um, and then, like yeah, they. They took a pretty decent Rangers team, who had arguably the best goalie in the in the regular season, to six, six? six or seven. I can't even remember that series.
1: The Washington series.
2: No the the Rangers and Tampa series.
1: Oh yeah, that was a six games.
2: So. Yeah, it was six. Okay, I was going to say I don't think was, I don't think it was game. But seven. it was like
1: the Rangers won the first two, and then I
2: think Tampa yeah, and it was
1: yeah, all.
2: Yeah, it was four in a row. Four. Why do I remember that? I, I just completely f- just can't remember that series at all just because it's like, oh, yeah, Stanley like a playoffs. Who gives a shit? Um, I just don't understand why Florida would want to change coaches. Like, it's not like like literally they won the President's Trophy and they had what? Like 100 and what they have? 115 points? 120 points?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and they had 122.
2: 122, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, that's really good. Like, you know, I think coaching has to do with a lot as to, like, why they did so well. Like, yes, they do have a really, really good team, and they did... They made decent moves at the deadline, but that's not really on the coach. It's up to the coach to deal with it and try to make it work, but I... I don't know. Yeah, like, I'd,
1: nobody on that team has... Like, nobody in the core of that team as much playoff experience. Like no, first, first
2: if first their first yeah, like the they br- they brought in Giroux, but he himself doesn't really have that much playoff experience except when the Flyers went to um when they went to the Stanley Cup did they go to the Stanley Cup final in twenty ten? So, yeah, they lost yeah, to the, the yeah the Blackhawks. Yeah, when Kane scored and no one thought it was in. Right. Yeah like, And like they that's... brought
1: in Sherratt, who was there last year, but again not
2: not that much playoff experience. It was kind of like, I can guarantee you for him, it didn't even feel like it was the playoffs. It was just like, oh, okay. Those are just extra games. It doesn't really matter because we shouldn't even be here.
1: Yeah. And like, this is a team that they kind of got kicked in the teeth at the beginning of the season when, with the whole uh, Joel Quinville situation. And when he yeah, was fired, I, mean. I think there was a lot of questions. I'm sure we had those questions too. Like, we did.
2: We did. We 100% yeah, like, where do the
1: Panthers go? From here, And I don't think we expected them to continue on a president's trophy pace.
2: I think that was our biggest question was like, oh, like they started off so well and Joe Quimble was coaching really good. But whoever they like uh, put in as the interim as the interim head coach or if they bring in a new one, like, are they actually going to play like as good or are they just going to implode? And clearly they played almost even better and won the President's Trophy, and no one talked about them all year. Like, they went on a win streak, and I didn't hear a single word about it until one of you guys said it in the podcast. You were like, oh, yeah, Florida's on, like, a 12-game winning streak. I'm like, what? I I don't want to hear anything about that. No one talked about them at all.
1: Well, even on the roster, like, nobody talked about how good um, Huberto Huberto was. Or how important uh, Ekblad was until his injury, oh. and uh, Mackenzie Weegar.
2: Nope, it was all Colorado, Toronto. Pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, like if
1: I'm Florida, I see no reason why I you don't bring Andrew Burnett back.
2: I would run it back. Give him, give him a yeah, full exactly. season. Because like a season with
1: a core that has done it once. When it's did... they got swept, but whatever.
2: When, like, when did Quenvo get fired or let go? Like, how how far in the season? Like, 20 games, maybe? 25?
1: I don't even know if it was that far into the season.
2: I think it may have been less than that.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure when that whole...
2: I can't even remember that far back. Holy crap, that seems like it was so long ago. It was, like, it would have been, like, October or November.
1: It was the end of October, October 28th.
2: God, 28th. How many games have they have played? I feel like they wouldn't have played that much. I feel like it's only like two weeks or two and a half weeks in the season. Yeah. Holy crap.
1: He resigned when they were seven games into the season. They were seven, seven. and
2: Seven?
1: They were seven and O, and he resigned.
2: Why are you firing your coach when he pretty much almost had a full season and he did a damn good job in replacement of an all-time legend head coach? Like I, I just don't understand that.
1: Like I can understand, I guess, doing your due diligence and like, yeah. seeing what's out there. But
2: well, like there are there are some great coaches that are out there. Like yeah, if we you're talked able about, to snag Barry Trotz. Yeah, we talked about Barry, Barry Trotz. Trotz, and then there's also Pete DeBoer, who has been with Vegas basically
1: since their beginning. Yeah, I don't know if I would rather Pete DeBoer than Andrew Burnett. Like, you've got a guy I, now who knows the core. He knows the team.
2: Yeah. I would I would just rather keep the coach that I had basically play out the whole season minus seven games at the beginning of the season when guys are still getting their legs going. And it, I just don't see that. I don't yeah. get it. Uh, Although speaking I, of
1: Barry Trotz... Sorry. Did you have anything
2: else? No. I was I was going to go into Barry Trotz, but yeah. what do you got?
1: So I was just going to say, speaking of Barry Trotz, he... Has yet to make a decision, I guess, on where he's going to go.
2: I just love that he um, turned down $7 million a yeah, year to, to not be with Flynn. $7
1: million in Philly. Oh, that's in so funny. He's also being offered a lifetime uh, supply of beer, I guess, from a local producer. Yeah, from a. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
2: didn't know about that Told Ben told us that. That's actually really funny.
1: Yeah, like to me, I think Winnipeg is a good fit for him. I don't know. Like what other teams have openings right now? Detroit?
4: Yeah, Detroit. Um, New Jersey, I think. It's so, like yeah, flyers are now taken. Vegas is taken.
2: Maybe maybe Florida's up for grabs. I think that'd be absolutely yeah. ridiculous, but Yeah, I definitely think the like especially with the jets last year with all of a sudden paul paul, paul maurice mm-hmm.
3: uh, yeah. yeah
2: paul maurice mm-hmm. just steps down out of nowhere and he's like oh these guys need a new voice i'm like like that came out of absolutely nowhere like no one saw that coming at all it just came just came up randomly and everyone was like oh yeah okay like, like i have to nice? wonder if
1: something happened
2: I feel like something had to have happened where yeah. it was like you can't, like you can't be the coach anymore. You need to leave, or you need to, you need to, like, say, "Oh, I'm I'm leaving this team because of this, this, and this." But I feel like it's something more than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way.
2: Like this team, I'm looking at the roster, and like it, it's not a bad team. No, it really isn't. Like they still have really good players. Like they still got Blake Wheeler locked up. They got Kyle Connor locked up is up in two years, Ealers is up in three. They still have a really good core, and then they pretty much have all their D core locked up for the next two ish years. It could use some work, but then they need to figure out what they're going to do with uh, like Pierre Luc Dubois, who's an RFA, Mason Appleton, who's an RFA, a couple other um, like uh, third and fourth liners that are RFAs. But like, if you just make a couple. Like, we say this with, like, almost every mediocre team. You make a couple tweaks to this team, and it's a really good team. Like, they have the goaltender already. They got fucking Halbuk, who still has two more years left. They got the goalie. Maybe make a couple tweaks at D. Like, just just solidify it a bit more, and then figure out what you're going to do with your bottom six forwards. And if you put a good coach with this team, it could be, like, a top three team in their division easily, especially because, like, obviously Colorado is probably going to be number one again next year as per usual. And then it will probably be like Minnesota at two. And then like, I could definitely see Winnipeg fighting for that third spot. Like I, I said the same thing going into this year. I thought Winnipeg was going to be third. It was going to be Colorado, um, Minnesota, Winnipeg, and then blues would, were my fourth. So I, I just, the, the Jets just had such a weird season last year with Paul Maurice leaving. And then apparently, Stifly, not being happy reportedly, and him wanting a trade and all this crap. I just, I really do think Barry Trotz could be a decent fit. Like, at least of the goalies or of the, goalies, of the coaches that are left, I think he would definitely be the best fit for Winnipeg for sure.
1: Yeah. Like, I think they're a better team than Dallas, and I think they're a better team than Nashville.
2: Oh, um, 100%. Definitely.
1: Yeah, maybe with a coaching change to a guy like Barry Trotz somebody could maybe straighten them out. Um like Barry Trotz the impression that I get is he's like kind of a team friendly, like player friendly guy. He's not he's kind of the the opposite of like a John Tortorella. He's not like an ass kicker.
2: He's like um he's like Bruce Bruce Boudreaux. he's a player's coach. Yeah. He'll he'll um, take time with a specific guy and be like, "Hey, like what do you what do you need to do or what do we need to do in order for you to be successful or what do you want from me in order to be successful? Some, something like that.
1: Yeah. And like you said, I think their roster is, I don't think it's as bad as maybe some might think. Um, I definitely the think their contract roster... on there that I really don't like is maybe the Blake Wheeler contract, but that's only got a
2: couple two years, years left. left on it. Yeah, two years left at 8.25 and, yeah, like maybe the Nate Schmidt contract, there's still have three years left at 5.9. Yeah, he's 30. 30. And the other, ones, the other ones are like manageable. Like, none of them are really like, oh, that's really bad. Like, Blake Wheeler's still a decent NHL player. Maybe like not. Kyle I,
1: Connor at 7.1 is that's
2: really a good. Contract. That's really good. And you have him for four more years at that. Like, that's pretty damn good. It's just when it's just in like two years, they're gonna have Shifley, and then but then also in two years, that Wheeler contract's up, so then they could just give Shifley the same thing or maybe a little bit more, like give him like a nine million instead of 8.25 that they're paying Blake Wheeler. And yeah. they're still, they're still a pretty good team. And then in two years, also, they're gonna have to resign Talibuk, they're probably gonna have to give him a pay raise, he's making 6.1 right now.
1: So I haven't seen anything like confirmed about it. There's not even that much when you Google it, but they were talking on the radio the other day about basically asking the question if Mark Shifley is um, a cancer in the locker room. And to be honest, like I don't, I don't know. I'm not in the locker room, so I can't really give a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, but he's a movable player. Like if, if they have to make a change to the core. He's on a contract that I think, um, like, what's he making? Six. Right now, right
2: yeah. now he's making. Hang on, here. He's making six six point one for the next two years.
1: Yeah, so if they want to is... like shake up the core, I think Shifley's the guy that they could move.
2: Oh yeah, definitely, and I could definitely see like them trading Shifley away, getting some draft picks, and then using the money if they don't trade for someone that's like equal or closest to it, I can only see them like trading his contract away, getting a bunch of picks and then like going after like Philip Forsberg, just change up your, like basically one for one, but you get picks, you trade trifling, get some picks and then you sign a guy like Philip Forsberg, who is probably going to be leaving the, the predators at the end of this, whenever free agency starts. And then You you think
0: he's leaving there.
2: Oh, I think so. I think some team is going to be like, "Hey, we're going to give you this amount of money, and you're actually going to be on an intending team and seem like, Oh, okay, cool
4: I mean All i time. think that,
0: I think the predators would have uh, would have been better if you
2: see Soros it was a plan playoffs. Oh, yeah, definitely, but how much better though like would they have really they've really done that much more if Saros was playing, like maybe stolen a game or two? yeah. That's only a
0: game or two. Possibly would have stolen... I mean, Connor Ingram came in and almost stole one. So, I mean, if you could steal two or three more, you might have won the series.
2: Okay. That's a nice pipe dream.
0: It is a pipe dream. Um, (laughs) I'm back, sorry. Uh, One minute ago, Chicago Blackhawks are listening to trade offers for Alex it. Yeah,
2: they're fucking... Durin Kid and Doc apparently like what the are hell? they doing? So like now they decide to just absolutely blow everything up. Like I don't understand that.
4: What are they doing?
0: I, I mean, they did sign Seth Jones to like eight years. I I don't care. So or they they, they traded for Seth Jones, which was such a waste of freaking money and time.
2: We all knew that one was a bad one. We all knew it right from the start. It was a bad one.
0: Everybody is, else except for the Chicago Blackhawks knew that that was bad.
2: Chicago Blackhawks are literally brain dead when it comes to trades.
1: Except for the Seth Jones thing. I think this, if they wanted to blow it up, this is kind of the perfect time because they've got Kane and Taze coming off next year. They've only got one more year of those. So that's $21 million. Yeah, okay.
0: they can million. do but it was- they Don't trade to brink it, though.
1: Yeah, but <clears throat> I think by the time they are able to go through the rebuild cycle, yeah. Right.
0: That was like when Panarin left. Like, I think he's Columbus. at his
1: max value right now. Yeah. So if you can move him, get maybe a first and a prospect. Uh,
2: oh, I would hope they'd um, get a, a first play. for him. I hope they'd get a first. I mean, for if him. Ben Chirac
0: can get, a, get one, he, he could definitely get if at Brandon least one. If Brandon Hagel can get two, then they should get. <laughs> they That's should get unbelievable.
2: Four. They should get a fucking four. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Or if Nick Felino can get one too, like Jesus, or do you get one or do you get two? One. You just get one, okay. One in uh, a can... second, first and a yeah, second.
0: Well,
2: oh yeah, 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 yeah. one in a two. That's right. Like <laughs> I don't know if you guys wanted to talk
0: about. I don't know if this D- Dylan is in your uh, your dead buck dumbass. Is the thing that Leon settle the mock trade that you sent this today? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Is is that that I dip? can save that. I'll save it. Okay. Yeah. okay, is that your hook, though? Okay. So that's sure. good. Yeah. We we can go right into that then because I really want to yeah. I really want everybody to hear about this mock trade. These got
2: The I'm looking at the Blackhawks, like who they need to sign and how much money they have. They have like 20.1 million dollars. And they need to they need to resign Kirby Dock to an RFA contract, Dominic Kubelik to an RFA contract, Dylan Strome to an RFA contract. Uh, Caleb Jones, RFA, and they need to sign two goalies, too. They don't have any goalie on their roster. That's Lankanen, signed.
0: Lankanen and... uh,
2: Yeah, Lankanen and Dalia. They're both UFAs.
0: Oh. Wow, they Yikes. have no goaltending
2: at all. They literally have no goaltending. Oh, God. <laughs> Unless they have, like, a minors guy that could come up. But, um... I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. Sucks to be a Blackhawks fan right now. You won three fucking cups In like five years Calm down Six Whatever Cry river
0: Alright let's move on To the Dead park Dumbass segment I mean
1: he's He's kind of He's, got, he's an ass And he's dumb He's a ass. Okay so I found this on the oilers subreddit today and it's the only spot i found it like i didn't even find it on the red wings or anything else uh, yeah because i it's don't even know crazy. what detroit sports nation.com is <laughs> it's some like, bullshit <laughs> sports website i think
0: it's like our podcast it's like that's yeah, just any guy that can just yeah like write 12 shit. people
1: read this website just like 10 people just know our show <laughs> um and so basically it's like they keep saying that there's like there's speculation out there and there's there's, no rumors surfacing, you know, (laughs) um, that the Oilers and the Red Wings are going to make a move, uh, moving Leon Dreisidel. So the move that they propose is Leon Dreisidel and the contract of Oscar Kleffbaum for Jacob Varana, Joe Valeno, Philip Peronek, and a 2022 first. first round pick. What the fuck? And here's what the rationale is, according oh to God.
3: their insight or
1: whatever. The Oilers are giving this up because, while giving up a superstar they in the need league, depth. They, have proven, they have proven they do not have depth to be serious contenders. <laughs> this is a team that just made the Western Conference Final. Oh.
2: Because of their depth. <laughs> because, literally because of their depth, too. Literally because David of... David, fucking...
1: Dreisaitl, Nugent, Hopkins, and Nurse assume $35 million in the <laughs> cap, preventing them from being able to sign quality depth players. With this trade, they can pick up three top nine options, a capable oh. puck-moving defenseman, and assets in the draft. That's one asset. It's one draft, it's
0: one, pick. It's one draft pick.
1: Why the Red Wings should, should consider...
2: They need a star
1: forward and an elite level center. This trade gives the wings flexibility to move Larkin to the wing or provide the captain better matchups. His experience of being the man over the past few seasons will allow him to be even more effective in his two hundred foot game. Kronik is replaceable with the prospects in the system, the draft or free agency. Then why do
0: we want him? (laughs) It's 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 person. It's person. Okay, I feel person here. Okay. Let's oh, just let him say... finish. Let, Nick, Nick, let him finish. Oh. Let him finish the oh. rest of it.
1: There's just one like, last little paragraph. While Varana is, is a trade piece that the fans will miss, his ability and skill set will be enticing to the Oilers. You must give up something good to get something good. <laughs> <laughs> Delano has top oh, six potential. potential. It may be difficult to give up a prospect like Joey V, but with the wings, having a high prospect pool, he is expendable.
0: What oh high prospect God. pool other than... You have literally their top two prospects playing in the NHL now.
2: Literally. If the
1: Red Wings want to trade for Leon Dreisaitl, I want Sebastian Casa. I want... Um, Lucas Raymond. Riggs-Titer, and I want Lucas Raymond. Moe Cider, yeah. <laughs> all
2: three I, I want all three. Like, I feel like any first. trade... This is what I was going to say before. I feel like any trade starts with Mo Cider, and it does not fucking veer off of that path. And then two first-rounders. <laughs> yeah, Mo Cider. You and can take Clark like
0: Bomb's contract three off the books, no first problem. Three fucking
2: first-rounders, literally. Minimum um, two. That's fucking believable. If fucking Brandon Hay can get two, what the <laughs> fuck is dry settle worth? Six. <laughs> fucking Moe Sider, Lucas Raymond, and three first-round picks. That's, that's No, i take Cosa as
0: well. It. i take Sebastian Kosta as well, because the Oilers oh, do need team. another goalie. And he's, he could be the next, I, I don't want to say he'd be the next Vasilevsky, but he's built like Vasilevsky. He is a he's monster.
3: A <laughs> I feel like but even he's, he's on the even, Oil Kings right now,
0: and they're yeah. just go, they're going to the Memorial Cup right now. He is unbelievably good, like goaltender. And they no. and 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 freaking what's his what's what's your GM's name again? Ken Holland. Name. Ken, Holland. Ken Holland. He skipped over him in the draft to draft that the Le, Le, guy or Lejois. Or... I
1: think he's going to the Mem Cup too, though. He's leading his.
0: Yeah, with, Ben uh, with St. John or No. Um Chawinigan. No.
1: Is it Shawinigan?
0: Yeah, Chawinigan. The Cataract, I think. The Cataract. Cataracts. The cataracts. <laughs> I, I, I really okay, that's that's my dumbass stuff. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hold on for that. Okay. Like, continue about
2: this. Isn't that the craziest thing ever <laughs> I like that I know it's morning.
1: just got like Homer written all over yeah. it, but it was so funny the, like when
2: he fucking calls the guy Joey V when no one else <laughs> calls him that you know it's a <laughs> Fucking Homer one. I can't wait to he, trades- he has top
1: six potential. I hate to give him up for the yeah, s- like. What? Yeah, I'm really gonna miss
0: Jacob Verano and, fourth you best know,
1: player, the third best player in the NHL. Like,
0: yeah, you really miss Mantha. You probably should. He wanted to leave just as bad. <laughs> and then I, I can't wait for that guy to write something about Austin Matthews getting traded to. Like, yeah, you know we're gonna trade him to we'll fucking to Columbus to, to the Columbus Blue Jackets for. Uh, Cody for Sillinger, for um, <laughs> Ken, Colino, yeah, Kent Corpus, Johnson, Corpus um, Corpasalo, and
2: then a first round <laughs> pick. And it's like, are you, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? A top He's worth nine first way? round picks. <laughs> He's worth more than fucking.
0: He's worth sixty for every one of the goals he puts in the net. <laughs> yeah, do
2: you would you like
0: to go or would you like me to go?
2: What's the next one? Connor McDavid for uh, for fucking Sam Gagne in a first. <laughs> I saw actually. I Fuck saw the off. Oilers
0: chasing Sam Gagne. I'm like, I really want to have that come back. Do it. Do yeah, it.
2: Yeah, get get the reunion. There you okay. go. You can add yeah, him into reunion. the. You can
0: add him into the Leon Drysaddle trade because he, oh, <laughs> he plays for. Oh God. Plays for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We'll give him. you guys back Sam Gonya, even though we don't want him anymore.
0: He scored see, like Gunner, he's a, he's a former first-round pick. Yeah,
2: like, he also had like nine
0: points in that one game. Yo, he, had, he scored nine points.
2: Did you, fucking, <laughs> did you see that goal? He scored his first game, NHL? That was his sick. Backhand toy that oh, he did but fucking the, uh, in the shootout, shootout was man. absolutely <laughs> disgusting. That was even the one on the breakaway. I've been trying to do that for
0: point. like 10 years <laughs> on a breakaway.
2: Never gonna happen.
0: No, I don't play hockey that much anymore. I just talk about it the same. Uh, do you want to go or you want me to go? You can go ahead. Okay, so mine's about the Memorial Cup and how stupid the setup of how a team that <laughs> literally doesn't have to make the playoffs can literally just go, whoever hosts it goes. And I'm like, you could literally be the trashiest team in the whole CHL and you can win the Memorial Cup because you're
2: the hosting tr- it. The trashiest, I like that
0: one. <laughs> you could literally not make the playoffs and you host the Memorial Cup and you get to go to it. While yeah. literally, while all four, all other three teams have to battle four rounds to <laughs> get there or beat the shit. People are hurt. They go like whatever, like they might go seven games, you know, each series. And then they get there and they meet freaking whoever. Um, This year, St. John's. I don't know how good St. John's was this year, but that's a joke. And I know that Shewinigan literally got it. I think it was in 2014 or something like that. And they won it. They okay. got eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. They got swept in the first round. And they won the Memorial Cup because they hosted it.
2: Okay, when who new the breaths. hell?
0: Who made this shit? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're going so to put the host. <laughs> and it's like when you host the World Cup. It's like, yeah, you're in it. You can oh, win fuck it. it. Fuck it. It's such a joke. And I mean for it's, American listeners or any per, any other, you know, countries that listen to this podcast, it's the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen. When a team that has no desire or has no ability to get to the playoffs or go far in the playoffs and then just wins the trophy that you've been fighting for the entire season.
1: You said it's in St. John this year? Yeah. So they finished 3rd in the in the regular season.
2: Okay. So they're okay. not that fucking, they're not trashy. So they weren't that bad. Not the, they're but not the trashiest team.
1: <laughs> I'm assuming they lost
0: in the first round. <laughs>
3: it's exactly what that's what I'm this. saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So we finished third in the regular season, but we got eliminated in five games in, Sick. in the first round. But we get to go to the Memorial Cup. So we get time off and then to all right. ha- all right. have all our healthy players show up and then play the round robin and possibly yeah. win the Mor- Memorial Cup. Yeah. You're I, think it's a, I think it's fucking stupid.
1: I'm gonna give a half dead puck dumbass to the QMJHL's website because like when you go to the playoffs
0: standings. Is it called a half ass? Or are we just going half? No, ass?
1: it doesn't give you a friggin' bracket. It just gives you literal standings. Like I don't care <laughs> where the teams that's finish in the standings of the
0: playoffs. I wanna know
1: the bracket. Who who's <laughs>
0: <laughs> So yeah, that's that's my rant. Because it's it's an absolute joke. And I'm sick of friggin' watching all these kids work their ass off just to have a team show up and I just beat them when they've grinded for month, like for a month and a half or two months to get to the to win the memorial, like to win the memorial cup. So I think it's stupid. Nick,
1: how else would? Sorry, not to. How would you improve it? I guess would you have like NCAA well, team as the fourth team, or would you like do a three team tournament?
0: I wouldn't do a I mean, 3 like, tournament, the, but I'd be like the previous
1: winner. Do they host bat, the next year?
0: That one, what you just said. But again, it doesn't really eliminate the point of like if they play like shit the next year. But it, it makes sense to me that yeah, the former winner should possibly get in there.
1: I think what they should <coughs> do is like, like screw the like league championships. Like nobody yeah, cares. Go right if right to the WHL Championship or the WHL Championship. Create a huge like bracket, like NCAA, basketball yeah, March Madness, or whatever, and like have that, like rank the teams like one to 32 or whatever, and then just
2: literally that'd be
0: so much like, more that's entertaining. A, that's an awesome way, and you, you, you like can travel, like it's not just broken down to OHL, and like you can play the Q, you can play the WHL, it'd be sweet,
3: yeah.
0: <clears throat> Who would, what, what kind of smart people at the CHL would think of that? They're all like 80 years old. <laughs> They're all next year. Fucking... It's in cam loops. They're all <laughs> they're Blazers. Blazers. The Blazers suck. Actually, pretty good this year. Whatever. I'm thinking they just... they're still they're trying still on the OHL. Let's go,
1: Mason McTavish. Yeah, old Ducks prospect.
2: I was just gonna say a side note the fucking Blackhawks are screwed. <laughs> they they have... already said that they only have three Except players. That they were. They have three players signed through 2024. Is
0: that your deadpucked dumbass? Is the Chicago
2: Blackhawks? No, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm still looking at their fucking team on cap front. I'm like, these guys are absolutely screwed.
0: They get it it for the next like two years because of what they've gone through in this last year and a half.
2: They like, they have Connor Murphy, Seth Jones, and Jake McCabe. They got their Jake McCabe. They got their three headed monster at D solid. Like, I think that's
1: actually a good thing though like other than seth jones you've basically got a clean slate that yeah. you can kind of take it however you want
2: well if they're thinking about trading the brink ad that's absolutely fucking ridiculous i don't think I should trade him well they definitely could they could so, but fuck i wouldn't all right finish it off well mine's fucking pretty easy it's fucking whoever stupid ass <laughs> fucking management in florida not florida Philadelphia thought Torts is the best fucking guy for their job. You literally have Pete Deboer and I know they offered Barry Trotz, but like you still have Pete Deboer. Like why the f didn't they offer him the job? Or maybe they did and it just hasn't come out yet, but like, I feel like Torts is gonna make this team so much. Oh I worse. think it,
0: I think it came out that he was he was a finalist. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I'm I'm trying to I will just, quote you. Don't quote me. Don't put, don't put my quotes out there. Don't put words <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, regardless if he did become a finalist or not, that's absolutely freaking ridiculous. I though. can't
2: believe that they picked a guy who said, Connor McDavid's game, you know, doesn't apply or doesn't translate to the playoffs. Yep. Yep. Literally yep. led his team in hits in most games.
0: Pete DeBoer and Jack Capuano were the other two finalists or the Flyers head coach. Oh,
2: both fun. of those guys would have done better.
0: Capuano, I don't even think he's been coached. like been coached Why is since, Jack, like, Capuano's name coming I don't up. know. <laughs> I don't know. And then,
2: yeah. I, I just, they could not have picked a worse guy to fucking coach that team. The team's already a dumpster fire. Now it's going to be even worse. It's like throwing kerosene What's well, worse in than there. a dumpster fire? Throwing kerosene in there and just letting that shit fucking become a forest fire.
0: Ah, There it is. (laughs) Jack Capuano just
1: can't let that mullet thing go. I don't even know what that is. I just saw another picture
0: of him and I'm like, what is that? A shaggy dog. Like half mullet, half like.
1: There's a picture here of somebody who photoshopped Fred Flintstone's clothes onto him and it looks really
0: funny. You said that to the group, please. I want to see it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where we're gonna wrap it up uh for this week. Um the next one, you might have a Stanley Cup champion, depending on if we're gonna do one in between or not. Um But yeah, we're gonna We'll try to make it a little bit more regular. Try. We don't try too hard here, but yeah, we'll catch you guys on the next one for number twenty six. Now twenty six. I'm trying to think of a player. Yeah, that one. That guy. Whole favorite. I named the better guy. Yeah, I can't actually think of a uh, better one at the moment. Yeah. Catch you guys on the next one.